0: What's up, everybody? Hope you're doing well. Here we are, breaking through with James Levesque. Hope you're doing well today. Thank you for tuning in. Just a reminder, every Tuesday, Thursday, we do the podcast. Every Monday, Wednesday, we have the national broadcast. You can follow us on the television side, YouTube, Podbean, Apple, Spotify, and Audio. I'm going to call it, just call it, The Election Craziness. You know I'm going to start by telling you a story I wrote in my book I was at a concert with Justin Bieber Um, You know we've loved their family Been close to his mom Him for years And we were at a concert You know just in the back room we're praying for him We come out And it was one of my first times going to a concert with him You know and I was a little taken back By the crazy Stadium full of people Young girls screaming their head off And Standing off to the side with his mom And you know what We're enjoy- we're just enjoying the concert And about first song in He shows up in some dramatic fashion on stage And people start passing out I mean it was, it was like Michael Jackson Beatles stuff man <clears throat> And I remember looking at this situation I'm going what in the world I means people literally I roll back of their head Pass out And I, I leaned over to his mom And I said in her ear It's pretty loud I'm like you don't think this is crazy like what in the world do you think when you keep seeing all these young girls passing out looking at your son and people act so crazy about a human being like what is it in your what do you think she looked at me and said I think we were all created to worship something like we were created to worship God and people will if, if they're not careful they're going to constantly find themselves worshiping other things. Man, that hit different. Can I tell you? And over time, I've always watched believers, right? They get this way about maybe sports teams or, you know, uh, maybe their college alma mater. Like they get a little extreme about their fandom. You know what I mean? Like I love sports. I really do. And I can have the biggest letdown in the world in sports. And I just go, it's sports, man. Like Jesus is king. You know what I mean? but I know people, their team loses a game and they're struggling. Like they have a hard time getting back up. (laughs) And you know, presidents get similar attention. And I remember feeling like there's, there was really like a patriotic thing about Donald Trump. Like I really, it was like, wow. And you know, people really wanted the hats and the, signs and people wanted to, you know, just really show their support, which is I mean whatever, people do it every election. <coughs> I felt like it was a little different. And the reality is it was uh, to a degree. You know, we we, you know, I agree, we need to vote values and we need to care and we need to be involved. And, I mean, politically, there's not great choices at the moment. I think on abortion alone, you really want to vote values. But the bottom line is, I mean, I don't think any of these things are that important. I'm not looking for the White House to set the spiritual temperature of the nation. Like, I believe God is going to bring another great awakening. And as this election has unfolded and how it's kind of becoming a little more evident and clear, but, you know, who knows? The reality is I've watched people put Donald Trump on a worship pedestal. It is possible for, for people to think that he's God's man, quote unquote, and then forget the God part. How do I know this? Because the election let down and I, I realize everybody holds out for every second possibility and whatever. But when it became apparent that it wasn't going to be this landslide craziness that people prophesied about, I watched discouragement fall on so many people. I mean, people literally acting like God's about to be done with America more than one person. Like it was unbelievable to me, our response and our response only showed who we were focused on. See where you are in the battle I'll know by the things that bother you in your prayer life. The Bible says in Second Timothy, "They that are on the front lines of battle don't consume themselves with the affairs of the world." Well, the reality is, the front lines of battle—you're not. Wor- you know, what you're worried about who's next to you. Do you have your ammo? Where's our target? Where are we going? In the back of the line, you worried about what food's being served at the mess hall. Do we get the weekend off? What games, what movie's going to be showed tonight? That's the things that matter. And what I, what I see in this letdown of Christians is unbelievable. It's showing me that you never were focused on the right thing. My focus has never been about politics. You know that. But for many reasons. And we're living in a day where we need discernment more than ever before. But the truth is God has not changed his plans at all based on election results. The truth is the power and presence of God is going to invade this nation once again and Canada and the nations of the world. We just have to make sure we are lining ourselves up with what God is saying. But what we need is to hear from God. Look, what you're going to what you're looking for, you don't find on Facebook, man. And there is a generation of prophets that are coming out of all ages that will be judged. They're Facebook prophets. These aren't real people. Like. What grieved me through all this was the state of prophetic ministry. It's on life support, man. It's not prophecy. If I tell you that God said this. And then I'm running around trying to beg you all to pray because that'll make a difference. That's then God didn't say this. And some of you need to repent for a lack of discernment, man. You're just following whatever your itching ears want to hear. And we need awakening. From sea to sea in this nation, in North America, we need an awakening. The craziness happening in Canada is unbelievable to me. Churches are burning right in front of us and they're just like, oh, yeah, it's a little bit of. In excess of freedom of speech, like what? It's gone crazy. <clears throat> Rights have gone crazy. And so what we need is to get back to what matters. What we need is to get back to honoring God and loving God and realizing that there is hope coming. But it's not, you know, gluing yourself to the television, begging God for an election result for the final, you know, thread. is not, that's not faith. Faith is rising up and believing that God's going to save your neighbor, ladies and gentlemen. He's going to move at your workplace. That's faith. Faith isn't, you know, waiting for the next Internet prophet to confirm what you want to hear in your heart. It's about to get it's about focus. It's about honoring Jesus and repenting of whatever's been in your life. That's You know what an idol is? Sure, you're not going to worship a golden statue in your house. That's foolish, right? Why would we ever do that? Sure, you're not going to sit there and bow down in front of a treasure chest of gold. Like, that's foolish, right? Come on. That's not, you know, you don't have idols like the Bible day idols, right? Let me tell you the definition of an idol. An idol is anything that takes away from Christ's image in your life. That's what an idol is. And so you've got to make a decision. What is in your life that is taking away Christ's image? Let me tell you some reality that you're not going to want to hear. Your children can be that in your life if you're not careful. Your job can be that in your life if you're not careful. Guns, hobbies, um, anything in your life that's taking away from Christ's image is an idol. And so you have to be careful that it's not distorting your worldview of God. And yes, absolutely, yes, presidents can become an idol in your life. You are cheering for something so strong and it's just close enough that you can be blinded. Some say, how can your children be an idol? Absolutely. Do you know how many mothers I know that have lost their selves? They have had giftings and callings, and God has filled them with the Holy Spirit. And the reality is our children are only on loan. You are to raise them in the ways of God. They need to fit into the kingdom world. And then when it's time, you release them. But when you do, many moms are not going to know who they are because they gave their whole life for something that was close enough to just feel like it's right. It's not right. The value of your family is not family than God. It's God first, His ways first, his kingdoms first. I think the third podcast I've ever done in my in my life was the priority lie. It's God first, and there's no second, ladies and gentlemen. And in this crazy day, people are putting all these things above the Lord, and God's like, yo, it's time it's time to get back to the secret place. It's time to get back to you know. Honoring me and loving me. That's what it's time to get back to. There was an old four hymn song years ago, and it said, We need to get back to the basics of life. Heart that is pure. Love that is right. Look, the the truth is we need God's best today. Should we pray for the election? Sure, I don't think any prayer will hurt anything. But the bigger issue is when things don't work out the way you want, and it's not the election. This is a a lesson in life. When things don't work out the way you want, what is your response? I have heard of preachers who've sat in their door, watched their kid get hit by a car, run out to the road, lift up their dead kid, and say, God, thank you for the years that we had my child. A bit extreme I'd probably try to go the raising of the dead route but the bottom line is the point is there we've got to give living thanksgiving and and I've always believed in my whole life that nothing just happens I've always believed that God is with us he will make a way that if you're going if something comes to you that he's giving you the power to overcome it already and if I believe that, if I really believe that nothing just happens, this is not my life is not an accident. If I find myself on a park bench in the Bronx at midnight, when you walk uprightly with the Lord, there will be divine appointments. And the reality is, if we believe that, then an election result is what in that scope. We need to hurry up and pray because God's not powerful enough to win an election. We need to hurry up and and, you know, just make it happen. And the reality is there's there are people that love Joe Biden that it, it's like more hatred is rising up in them. Like you realize none of this is the right answer, right? None of this is the right answer to like truthfully what we need is to focus on Jesus again. I, where's that kingly vote? Because politics do matter. I do believe that. But the difference between revival and reformation is it needs to start with revival. It needs to start with your heart being revived, on fire for God, loving Jesus, devoted to Jesus. And then from that place of revival, then we will go into a reformation. And a reformation is where you start seeing reform in every area, economic, family, uh, you know. Uh, just every area of your life coming under reformation. But that comes from revival. That comes from a spark of fire that sets the pace for where we're going. So what I want to do, man, is we, you know, as we really, it's Tuesday morning. As we start this week, man, we need to get our focus right. We need to make sure that we are locked in on what the Father is saying this week. Not our lives or or CNN or Fox or Whatever other Internet prophets trying to explain their prophecy away. It's not prophecy. We're going to be doing two live events on television, one December 4th and one towards the end of the month. I'll have a date this week. But I want what I want to do is take I'm hoping to take a few hours at the end of December, live on television, live across all the the nations. And I want to talk about what God is saying for 2021, because I feel in my heart a real clarity about what this coming year is going to be. And the good news is it's going to be good. It is going to be good. Let me pray for you. Father, I thank you for every person listening to the sound of my voice. I pray a focus, a fire upon us, God, that our hearts would be stirred for what really matters in life. God, I pray we'd have this single focus today, this week, as we go about our week. God, let us lock in on your kingdom and what you're doing in our midst. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Come on, amen. Love you guys. Thank you so much um gosh tune in if you missed yesterday's broadcast go back to our youtube channel and if you missed last week's podcast go back and listen also prayerfully consider being a partner with us jameslevec.org. we've taken a huge step of faith but everything you're being blessed with all of this content is only funded by by family and partners so please viewers and listeners. Fund what we do. Consider joining us. Either way, tune in to jameslevec.org. See everything we have. We love you. We'll see you on Thursday podcast only. Um, We'll see you tomorrow night, 8.30 p.m. um, Across all the satellite platforms. And Miracle Channel in Canada. Get ready, November 27th. We launch Miracle Channel in Canada. We are pumped. We love you guys. We'll see you next time. Be blessed.